Thanks for listening to the Dearest Doula podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Sines, and this is episode 77. Hello and welcome, dearest doula community. I'm really excited to introduce you to today's guest. She's a master coach and marketing strategist who specializes in helping service-based entrepreneurs take inspired action to build profitable and purpose-driven online businesses. She's also the creator of a hugely successful Business Building Rockstar Summit, which is a month-long annual event where she interviews industry leaders about their favorite digital marketing techniques and platforms. And she works directly with clients who have a big mission and helps them design and implement strategies to realize their full potential through her coaching and mastermind programs. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Nicole Holland. Welcome, Nicole. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for having me, Natalie. <laughs> I really am excited to be here. Oh, thank you for coming on and connecting with the Dearest Doula community. It is our absolute pleasure to have you on today's show. And I've given our listeners just a little bit of your background, but why don't you take a moment to fill in any gaps I might have missed out on? Yeah, sure. Uh, so what I uh, my title, I guess, is Master Coach and Marketing Strategist. And people are like, what does that mean? <laughs> and so <laughs> basically, um, my art and, and my gift is being able to see the gaps in service-based entrepreneurs' marketing plans and be able to understand why they aren't attracting and why they aren't cultivating the, the uh, business relationships that they had hoped to. And um, so I help them get really clear on their vision and what they really want and who they really want to work with. And then we build out from there how to do that. And so that's what really lights me up and I have the most fun doing. And um, yeah, it's it's been a long journey to get here, but that is that's in a nutshell what I do. Oh, that's awesome. And, you know, I'm so excited to have you on for so many reasons. But one of them is that really this interview is the first of its kind here on the Dearest Doula podcast. We've been around for just over six months. And on our topic-based episode, our large focus has been on a bunch of different birth-related topics. And we've talked about the benefits of chiropractic and pregnancy and delayed cord clamping and lotus birthing and all of these things that we're really hoping to educate and empower us as birth workers. But my listeners have been really hoping to get new material in that focuses more on educating and empowering us as business professionals as well. And that's something that I think is a unique struggle that birth workers face is um, we're very much trying to bridge our passion with a business. And and I have to say that for the most part in a lot of our trainings um, in becoming these different birth workers, not a whole lot is touched on this. So I'm, I'm just really excited to gain from your insights. And I think the rest of our listeners are as well. So I guess just kind of leading into that, um, are there any specific ways that you might be aware of that birth workers um, or specific areas that you see birth workers being able to use as really exciting ways to attract clients? Yeah, absolutely. I think the struggle is so real for service-based entrepreneurs in general. So whether you're specifically a birth worker or a coach or a holistic practitioner of some sort, you don't get that training. You know, you get told, oh, if you just know once you're done your schooling or once you've done your training, all you have to do is this, 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 and then you're going to have a business. You're going to have clients. And it, it, we all know it's not that easy. And it, it feels like you're just chasing and chasing and chasing for a lot of the beginning stages of your business. And a lot of people don't make it 
because there's constantly that chase. And I like to help you reframe that into attraction. And so the first thing that's really important for people to realize when they're in that space of, I need to get paid, you know, I need to find Mm -hmm. some new clients, especially in um, an area like you guys are in, where it's for short, finite periods of time. And you have to give so much to one client that you don't have the flexibility to build um, a massive following or something like that, where you can work with a lot at once. The first thing you need to do is, in my opinion, give yourself a break. Because the longer we're in that find and do and hurry and try mode, the more stress we're bringing into our own lives. And as we all know, especially with, you know, the birthing of a baby, the more stress the mother is in, the harder it's going to be. And it's the same thing with birthing an, um, a business or an idea. Mm. So when you can just relax and allow the flow and really focus in on who it is that you most want to serve, then you're going to be able to speak to her better. That's one thing. And that's just naturally going to attract people easier. Not obviously you have to do more things. You have to take some action. But that's the first step is just really relaxing and being aware. And then you want to make sure that you're not looking for um, just her, right? Whoever your perfect mother is. You want to also recognize who her current support system is, because if you want to be a support, if you want to be seen as that, you know, that person that they can rely on and trust that's going to help them bring their baby into the world in such a beautiful way, you need the support of the family. And so what I would recommend is as you're creating your plan in your mind, as you're thinking, how can I um, how, how can I best attract people that are going to be great clients for me? Think about what you can say or what you can do to educate the family, the mothers, the fathers, the siblings, the friends, so that when people learn about you and what you do, they are going to get inspired. And then, you know, I mean, everybody's probably heard, oh my gosh, I have a friend that's pregnant, right? And when when you talk about what you do and people understand. And so the more you can really educate people about what you do and how it's different and how it's special and how um, exciting it is to work with you and how powerful, the more you're going to have a cheerleading squad that's going to be singing your praises everywhere you go. And a huge thing that we have today, which we didn't have 10 years ago, for example, this is a great time to be in a business like birth working because you have the internet. And so there's this social media, I think, is one of the best ways to get your message out and to build an audience of people who want to know more about you, want to share more about you in a way that is so targeted and you can reach so many more people with a lot less time. Oh, that's amazing. You hit on so many excellent points there. And something that you said from the very beginning is this idea of kind of looking beyond our ideal client. And it's it's so funny. Once you said that, all I could think is that makes so much sense. But time and time again, anytime that 
um, the more business side of things was covered in, in my personal doula training, and perhaps maybe this is an overall trend, it is this focus on focus on that ideal client and speak directly to that client. But once you, you kind of took me out of that myopic focus and I realized, hey, I can really focus on the family and on, on connecting with them and educating them, and then they're kind of working together with me to lead me to those clients, that's, that's such an excellent point of view and strategy that I can see making a difference when I when I do try and put out copy or memes or whatever it's going to be on my social media. Um, and then like you said, the power of social media, it is something that I do see the birth worker community shifting towards and some big time more than others. Um, but it's, it's an exciting thing and I think it's also pretty overwhelming. So mm-hmm. for the vast majority of these birth workers, you know, we do attend um, either an online or perhaps a one weekend training. And again, the large focus is on building our skills as birth workers. And so we do, we get so caught up in the passion of it. And I'm, I'm guilty of this myself. All I could think is, all right, now I get to help moms. And then I realized mm-hmm. afterwards, it's like, well, but it's up to me to to connect with those moms and to engage those moms and to get them to sign with me and to actually like keep my bringing my business in, you know, and it's, it was almost this afterthought. And so then it, when it became the idea of, okay, I need to set up my blog and I need to set up my online presence. It was, it was pretty, pretty overwhelming. And I really didn't know where to start. And I'm, I don't think that's very unique to me. So what could you say would be some um, some first steps that a doula could put into action to get her started on the right course and get her out there into the community? Sure. So great question and absolutely not unique to you. <laughs> I think pretty much everybody <laughs> goes through this. <laughs> Um, and, and nobody, or, you know, you might, you might not like this answer, but I'd say again, the first action steps you need to take are in action and just getting really clear with yourself. So the reason that I actually created the business building rockstar summit was I was so sick and tired of hearing people talk about what you have to do. You have to blog, you have to do this, you have to do that. And none of it's true. None of it. The only thing you have to do is bring your joy to the world and bring joy to yourself. And again, slowing down and getting really clear on who you want to work with, how you want to work with them, and just get creative, like start thinking. And, you know, if you want to do a mind map or whatever it is, start journaling, get really focused about what would be fun and easy for you? Because if it's fun and it's easy, you get so much inspiration and things just flow. Whereas if you're trying to do things because you're told you're supposed to do things, everything gets stifled and it becomes a task and it becomes laborious. And it's just like, oh, I've got to do this and I don't have time or whatever the case may be. But when you get really creative and you just allow in inspiration, I I promise you, you will find the perfect way to connect. And it, you know, if you love to write and you love blogging, absolutely focus on that blog. But if it is something you just don't really want to do and you're doing it because you have to, it's the wrong way to go. So, you know, it's, it's so much easier for me, obviously, to talk with a client or a potential client and take their own personal situation and give them support and ideas around that. Um, let me think if I can just, 
you know, in terms of social media, you don't, first of all, have to be everywhere. And but you but you really should be somewhere, you know, you should at least be on one platform and you should really focus in on how can you use that platform to be of service and of value the most. So um, education obviously is huge. And when you know who you're talking to, you know, and if you do take that approach of looking beyond the woman and looking into her community and how can you educate the people in her community, think of fun in different ways. So it doesn't have to be, you know, just writing about it. It could be, it could be filming, um, I mean, I, I don't know if you could film. A, I don't know if you could film a birth or not and share that publicly. But um, think about the different things that you do, even sort of a day in the life kind of thing. You know, do a little video if you like videos about here's how you know I support you. And people love that raw footage, that behind the scenes um, stuff. And maybe t- people don't realize that you know you're on call twenty four seven, and when she needs you, you are you're up and at them and. Um, Let's see. Or even, you know, create if you if you create a map or a plan, like something physical with your clients, put create a blank one and have a template that you want to give away. Right. And and you can do lots of targeted stuff, too, with social media. It doesn't have to be it, it is overwhelming. And being that you work in a very specific area, you're not working worldwide you're not working virtually, you can target a specific area and say, you know, within a 20 mile radius or whatever it is of this, um, excuse me, of this zip code, here's a contest. I'm going to give away, uh, uh, I don't know. I can't even think of the words right now. Like the, the, (laughs) the, the clothes and things or whatever the tools are that you use when, Sure. You bring the baby into the world, you know, and, and maybe say, you know, any any mother who's in 20 miles of this zip code, um, you can apl- you can throw your name in the hat and we're going to be giving away this prize. And so then you have a list of targeted people who, you know, are pregnant or who have somebody in their life that is pregnant currently and who would be interested in knowing more about what you do. So then you have this targeted list of people that could be potential great clients that you can follow up with. So there's all kinds of really creative ways that you can use the internet to grow your reach beyond just letting people know, hey, this is what I do. So if you want this, let me know. That's awesome. I can't tell you what a breath of fresh air it is. And I'm so glad that you were able to correct course for me with that earlier train of thought I had, just because I do feel like when doulas do then turn to online communities with other birth workers and ask for this advice, like I can't tell you how many Facebook group threads I've read that says, you know, how do you guys um, blog so regularly? I've tried so hard and I'm just, it's just not my thing. It feels so forced and I can't think of what to say and I don't enjoy doing it. And most of the time the replies are, hey, just crank it out, just crank it out, Mm -hmm. you know, SEO. And so what I'm wondering is if that in turn is also what's contributing to our our business worker or our birth worker burnout is that, you know, we feel like, well, 
things have to be this one way in order to lead to success. And I guess I'm just not cut out for it. So I'm so excited to share this because I feel like a lot of our listeners are going to be hearing what you just shared with us and realizing, oh, okay, it's okay if I'm not like a blogging, you know, professional or a genius. And it's okay to hate blogging if I, if I can just <laughs> channel my creative energy and my passion into other ways of spreading my message of birth awareness and, and everything that I hope for these clients into a different medium. Or, you know, maybe some people are just more social and it's, hey, you're going to host an event in your area, you know, and it's mm-hmm. not even something that is, um, is so much on the internet, but maybe just advertise through the internet, then I, I just think that's really great. And I'm so glad to hear that we can kind of let our hair down <laughs> a little more, you know, and just like you said, it all goes back to embracing who we are and then letting that take flow. So, so we did hit on, you know, attraction. And I know that I think you might've mentioned that that's one of the first steps in, um, your income generation model. And so I'm interested in maybe just touching a little deeper in on that, because I think some of our birth workers would be really interested to know what that is that you're, that you're offering. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, the way I, I explain and teach this, uh, generally is that a lot of times we have a vision when we start our businesses and we think, okay, so this is where I am and this is where I want to be. And then we, we just have this warped perception of how that's going to happen. It's like, well, with my intention strong enough, it's going to happen. And I can see other people doing this. So I'm going to watch them and see what they're doing. And I'm going to copy them. But there is so much that goes into that success that is just unseen and you can't understand it until you understand it. And so what I have found is there's basically four levels, if you will, of income generation. So there's the attraction level. And this is where you are bringing people in. Again, you're not chasing after them. You're not searching for them. You're not seeking them because when you take on that folk or that idea set, that mindset, you're focusing on what you don't have. You're focusing on lack. And if you're familiar with law of attraction at all, the more you focus on what you don't have, the more you don't have of it. So um, it's like multiplying zero. You can keep on multiplying it as many times as you want and it's still zero. So And the attraction level, you look at the different opportunities and ways that you can attract your ideal tribe, your ideal clients. And that we can do through, you know, networking live, networking online, like social media. You can do it with something like a podcast or, you know, coming on and doing interviews in different uh, arenas. And, And we have this really cool Again, social media and technology is moving so fast. I just experienced Blab this week for the first time, and I am in love because one of the things I was like not going to force myself to do, but something I wanted to play with because I do like interacting and I do enjoy video um, is is Periscope. And every time I've tried it, I feel so awkward just talking to a phone and looking at, you know, and <laughs> it feels very forced to me, but I, I have heard, well, you know, you just practice and, and it is my type of thing, just being there and connecting and, you know, doing video. So I was like, okay, it's something I want to play with. And I put it on the list for this year. Well, I just found blab. And let me tell you, I don't know that I'm even going to use Periscope. I might use Periscope to let people know I'm about to blab. Because I personally, I thrive on this interaction. I thrive and I do my best work being able to really collaborate and communicate and connect with people. And so Mm -hmm. 
that is a way as well of doing authority building that is accessible to everybody. You don't even need to have somebody host you on a podcast. You can just hop on a blab and, you know, make a blab up. And that's blab, B-L-A-B dot I-M if you're not familiar. There's not much information about it. Um, and, and I'm somebody who likes to know, okay, how do I use this? You got to just figure it out. <laughs> but okay. you can go in and it's basically live streaming. Anybody can turn their computer into a television studio, a talk show studio. So check huh. that out if that's interesting to you, because that authority building piece is going to let people know you're the go-to person. And it, it kind of works in, in harmony with what we were talking about before, which is reaching out to the people who are not your potential clients, but who are the people who are going to recommend you and sing your praises. So whether that mm -hmm. is, you know, getting a spot on a local news station or, you know, writing something and a uh, uh, column for the local paper. I mean, I tend to think that it, and, and I could be totally wrong here, but I, I almost feel like getting a connection um, to where you can do a local syndication could be more powerful than doing a blog on a website be, because you can then use your stuff that you put out locally and put that on your website. You can put that on a blog. Um, but this, that, you know, you have an audience that's already in your local area and, and they're already choosing to engage in a publication that is so much larger than you probably could do on your own. Um, and then the other, the fourth part of that attraction uh, level is the personal development, personal and professional development. And so that's, you know, whether it's reading books, whether it's going for continuing ed, whether it's finding a mentor or a coach or somebody that can help you really build your own self up. Um, it's again, back to the more you try, the more you try. And so having somebody who can support you in your own um, mindset and your own personal development will have such a great effect on your professional development and your ability to bring in um, more business. And then after that, it's important that we don't go, okay, so now, well, actually I shouldn't say it's important. So one thing that I see a lot with entrepreneurs, especially those just starting out in the first few years where there is a struggle and they're still searching, is they, okay, they get this attraction piece. They're like, all right, I got it. So now why aren't they buying? So I just, I, I gave this person so much information and they just, they love me. So why aren't they a client? And there's a piece that's missing for most people between the attraction and the solidification, you know, the solidification is when people hire you. But there's a piece in between there called cultivation. And there's different levels of cultivation. So there's the low level, the medium level and the high level. And these levels are not about what you're doing to cultivate the relationship, but about what the potential client is willing to invest so, for example, um, I can speak of in, in, in coaching. I'm not really clear on um, what you guys would do for that, for the equal um, thing. But for coaches, a lot of coaches will come out of training and they'll be offering their one-on-one -on -one free sessions. And they just are perplexed why people aren't taking them up left, right, and center because they're like, this is my time. It's so valuable. You can get so much from it. But the potential client on the other end is like, I don't know you. I my time mm -hmm. is valuable. I'm busy. I've got the kids to take to to soccer. I've got 
dinner to cook. I've got things to do. So after the after my workday is done, I'm not going to get on the phone with a complete stranger for an hour and give you my time to help me when you don't even know me. That's generally the perception. Plus, there's a lot of stuff around, um, you know, well, I've been sold before and I don't like being in that situation where I, I agree to talk to somebody and it's a, just a sales pitch. So there's a lot of stuff we have to overcome to get that high um, that high level of investment from people. So a better way to, and, and it's important that you can have something that is a high level of investment for cultivation, because there are going to be people who definitely want that very deep connection because they're going to be more ready to be your, your clients. Right. Um, but then there, there could be a medium level, something again, like a contest or something where you're going out to a trade show or, a, uh, you know, a mom to be situation and you are engaging with people and you're offering them a free gift if they allow you to contact them. So whether that's by phone or email or whatever the case may be, that medium level of investment is where you're providing something and they're providing something. But it's not as much as um, like a one-on-one -on -one session or that high, um, that high investment. And then the low would be something like um, if you do a, a an interview like this, right? Or if you do write for the paper, or if you do put out a blog or a video or whatever that is, and there is absolutely nothing for the potential client to do other than just consume it. So they don't have to give their email address. They don't have to give their phone number. They don't even have to talk to you. They just can take your information and they can figure out what they want to do with it, right? They can toss it out. They can um, take it further, whatever they want. But so it's really important to have those three different levels. Um, and I'm not saying just limit it to three things, but you have to understand what you're offering. Is this a low investment level, a medium investment level, or a high investment level? And then from there, there's the solidification. And not everybody is going to be your clients or even your ideal client, but they may love you. And so maybe you're going to meet somebody who could be a great referral partner, who could be somebody who could host you in, in doing a training or a workshop or something. Um, maybe you're going to find another way of, um, of staying involved with that person. So that's that solidification is that involvement level, which birth workers I know are fantastic at. And then after that, there's the continuation model uh, level. And this is something where service-based entrepreneurs in general tend to fall short. Um, in fact, I think brick and mortar as well and uh, products, it, it, we, we're missing that piece these days of that beyond customer service. So there's, you know, the whole time where we're in relationship with the person actively with the client. And then there's, it's really important afterwards that we still offer them value and we still stay in touch and we still, even if it's not regular that we, but that, you know, even something like a birthday card for the baby, you know, every oh, year, okay. you know, if you can automate that and, or it's just little things that make people remember you without thinking back, Hey, that was a good experience, you know, but they're not in labor anymore. And two years down the road, when they have another baby, maybe somebody is telling them, Oh, you know, my, my sister's cousin's daughter just became a birth worker. You should totally give her a shot. And they might say, yeah, that's a great idea. I had a doula once and I really, uh, I really appreciated that rather than going right back to you because 
you're top of mind. Oh, awesome, Nicole. Thank you so much. You've given us so much great information and insights. And before we go any further, I want to go ahead and stop to get a quick word in from our sponsors. Gentlebirth is celebrating 10 years of innovation in childbirth education. The Gentlebirth Institute trains childbirth educators to provide evidence-based interactive brain training for birth classes. Instructors provide parents with solid childbirth education, as well as mindfulness, cognitive behavioral therapy, hypnosis, and sports psychology. For more information on the Gentlebirth Institute's online interactive training, visit www.gentlebirth.com or download the app from the App Store or Google Play. And again, that website was www.gentlebirth.com. All right, Nicole, well, we've touched on so many great points today, and I'm really excited that we're going to be bringing this to our listeners. And now we're getting into what I like to call the nitty-gritty of our segment. And so this is just where I like to ask you, if our listeners were to walk away with just one or two key points about all of the amazing things that you shared in today's talk, what would you hope that they are? Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that the biggest thing is that they take a break and relax and laugh and just realize they're doing something that is, ah, it's just, it's unbelievably wonderful. It's generous. It's loving. It's like the best thing that you could possibly do for yourself, for others. Like you're in such an incredible space of service and just really appreciate that. It, It doesn't have to be hard. And I know that it's easy to get caught up in the fear about, well, how am I going to pay the bills and, you know, all this other stuff and give yourself a break. And and the easier you are on yourself and not worrying about what you don't know. And again, that goes to that law of attraction. And, you know, if you focus on what you don't know, you get more of what you don't know. Focus on what you do know. Focus on what you do love. Focus on what's fun and easy for you and how you make a unique difference in the world that nobody can do just exactly like you. And embrace that. And that will be so empowering in itself that everything else you do, it'll just compound from that in just good, luscious love. (laughs) Oh, that was beautiful. I feel like you just doula'd our doula listeners with that. So that was awesome. (laughs) Now, um, it looks like we have a little more time. So I'd love to get some more golden nuggets. Do you have a favorite book that you could share with us? Absolutely. So um, my favorite book of all times is called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It was written in 1937. And the classic is still as pertinent today as it ever was. And in fact, not only am I going to recommend that book, but I'm going to invite you to get that from me for free with me walking you through it. So it is a big book. It's 15 chapters. And it is a very um, I shouldn't put it out there. That's a very tough read, but it's, it's, it's not a flowing, simple book. It's something you study and, um, it's so worth it. And so what I did actually was I decided to create a challenge around it where the challenge is read it. <laughs> and so over 15 <laughs> weeks, I, first of all, I give you the access to the PDF for free of the book. And then, Um, you'll get emails from me every couple of days guiding you through the book and also giving you a little workbook journal kind of thing um, for each chapter to help you really implement and understand the teachings. And so it's just, it's the best book I've ever seen on mindset, 
and understanding law of attraction. And every every book that I've seen since it, it, it that's um, about you know mindset or growing your business or, or self empowerment or anything, they all are principles are that are taught in this book. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So. If that's interesting, if you go to businessbuildingrockstaracademy.com forward slash challenge, you can actually get that for free. Oh, that is awesome. And this is such incredibly fortuitous timing. Just earlier this morning, my husband handed me that book and he read it first and he said, okay, it's your turn. And as soon as you're done, give it back because I feel like I need to read it again. <laughs> and oh, yeah. so, um, so how, how crazy is that? That it's been on our list for quite some time and we finally ordered it this new year and he read it first and I, I'm about to read it. So I'm definitely going to be signing on and dear Stula community, that's going to be your call to action with this episode. And um, to participate in weekly chats, we'll just be sure to join our Facebook group, Birthwork is the Best Work, and we'll add to those weekly emails. And just if you want to discuss it more week by week, then join us there too. So awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nicole. And the Dearest Doula community truly believes that what you do matters. So let's wrap up today with you sharing a little more about your business, the best way we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. Thank you for that opportunity. It's been a ton of fun uh, to chat with you today. And um, I would love to support the Dearest Doula community specifically in sharing the model that I mentioned um, during the during the interview. So if you want to get a hold of the uh, this model in PDF form, and it's, it goes into more detail where you've got lots of space to write things in, um, you can go to businessbuildingrockstaracademy.com forward slash dearest doula all together. Awesome. So we'll put that oh, thank there. you so much. Yeah, for sure. And so um, that's a way uh, that, you know, you can get on my list, find out more about me. Um, I send out lots of good stuff, lots of valuable freebies and contests and also opportunities to work with me directly. So that's the best way. All right. Awesome. Well, the Dearest Doula community will be able to find links to everything of value that we mentioned on today's show by going to dearestdoula.com, clicking the podcast button and finding this show notes page in the archives, or by simply entering Nicole Holland, that's N-I-C-O-L-E-H-O-L-L-A-N-D in the search bar to find this unique show notes page and have it pop right up for you. Nicole, thank you again so much for coming on and sharing all of your excellent insights and value with the Dearest Doula community. We send you a big warm hug and thanks to you, we are all now one step closer to being connected, educated, and empowered. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Thank you.